Hello, everybody. We have a fantastic episode. This is season four, episode 12, Marge versus the Monorail. Throwing over to Nick. Uh, I'm going to pass this cold open along because we got our buddy Greg Howe again. He's going to do the cold open. Take it away, Greg. I shouldn't have stopped for that haircut. Lollipop, lollipop, oh, lollipop, lollipop, lollipop. Oh. See, Greg, you were teasing us a bit. You told us it was going to be something <laughs> from Marge versus the Monorail. My mind was thought you were going to do some sort of Lyle Landley uh, impression, but uh, to go with the uh, uh, the scientist guy whose name I can't remember. What's the scientist guy's name? You know, you must know it. I always forget his name. The guy gets the haircut. Isn't it Magnus? Something like that. It's something like it's something like you'd, you'd hear like somebody from Finland or Sweden be named or something like that. Even though he has like a West German accent or something going on. Um, but oh, yeah. oh, I remember it. I I do remember it now. You got I it. You remember it? Yeah, Sebastian Cobb. Sebastian Cobb. Yes. How did I forget That's Sebastian it. Cobb? Yeah. I don't know where. Where did Magnus come from? I don't know. Magnus <laughs> sounds like it could be a scientist name. Yeah, it could be some sort of mad scientist. I can see that. That makes a lot of sense. Um, as Shane said, this is a very, uh, very special episode because essentially the history of The Simpsons works like this. 1987, Simpsons debuts on Tracy Allman show. 1989, Simpsons debuts uh, again, this time as a standalone. Then for a long time, nothing happened. Until January 14th, 1993, that is, with Marge versus the Monorail. So before we get into, like, our kind of um, um, sentiments about this one, let's just take a look and see how respected this episode is in general, all right? So IMDb gives this episode a 9.1, which I thought was actually kind of low, um, considering it is at a 10. Uh, Variety says this is the number two Simpsons episode of all time. Collider says it's number six. Vulture says it's number three. Time Magazine and IGN both ranking this as the greatest Simpsons episode of all time. Um, thoughts, early uh, early thoughts on the overall rankings of where it kind of... 9.1 is low. Who was that again? That was, uh, that's just IMDb. That's what people have oh, the average on right. IMDb. There's just probably some troll out there who says it's no good. But uh, early sentiments about this one. I would say this is the greatest Simpsons episode of all time. Like the on the on the Mount Rushmore of Simpsons episode, this one is George Washington. Yeah, well, what would the other three be? Because if I off the top of my head, mine would probably be this. Um, uh, you only move twice. Uh, the sh- mm. twenty-two short stories about Springfield uh, is yes. one of my absolute favorite. And Trio's a horror. Uh, ooh, or maybe Treehouse Six for me. I do like Treehouse Six. six. I'm going to have to put on my Mount Rushmore, I would say it's Marge vs. the Monorail. Uh, you only move twice, and you have to include the Springfield Files. Oh, Springfield Files. Man, I always forget about Springfield Files when it comes. Yes, that is one of the greatest episodes that was done out of spite to get to make the <laughs> season longer. The fun- What a happy yeah. mistake. Yeah. yeah, indeed. Nice use of spite. It's... Uh... Oh, man. Yeah, Springfield Files. Okay, put that in my last one there. That one is absolutely amazing. Possibly the most underrated episode of all time in the series. Yes. Um, <laughs> off the top of your head, why is it that you think this one gets so much love? Is it just the whole wackiness of the storyline that, you know, the city, the town is getting a monorail for some reason and gets conned into it? Uh, is it the jokes? Is it just the, 
the overall flow of it? Like, what is it that makes this episode stand out so much? Shane, what, do you, what about you? Start us off. Well, at this point uh, in the series, Homer has been the town on a town's unofficial safety inspector, and then the safety whatever at the nuclear power plant. Those are the really only two jobs he's had. And Mr. Plow. And that's, yeah. Sorry, Mr. Plow. Yeah, very short-lived. But yes, Mr. Plow. So this is kind of like Homer doing more crazy jobs, and it's just like it really scratches the surface of just how wacky and dumb Homer can be on so many levels and why anyone would give him a job at all. Um, So to me, this is like... A lot of it is a Homer episode to me, uh, just because I feel like he's so great in it. There's so many great. Oh, man, this episode's so good. It's got it has the 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 song, it has the gags, the overall storyline, uh, the pacing. It's got interwoven. Ah, oh, there's just so much going on. It's just um, it's just one of those episodes. It's really hard to describe. It's just special, you know. It's just iconic. It's great. Yeah, that, those are all you know pretty. Pretty good descriptors of why it became so legendary. Greg, do you have anything to add to that? Well, I mean, I I think that this episode resonates so well is that it, it, for this reason, it's just the fact that it's a parody of everything. So you have the Music Man, you have the Flintstones, you have Beverly Hills Cop, you have uh, Star Wars, you have Star Trek. Uh, Silence of the Lambs, like it's just you have everything in this episode that's parodied so well. And what I would say to Shane's point is that it's it's it starts the it's continuing the the never ending gag of how many jobs that Homer has while still maintaining his position at the power plant. That's <laughs> <laughs> he always has that backup. Job. Always got the backup. But I like that point, Greg, about how. Uh, all the different parodies, because up until this point, we've seen a few here and there, but you're right. Up until this point in the series, this is this one probably has the most pop culture references and parodies done in a single episode. Uh, I also think that probably the legend of Conan O'Brien has something to do with it. Like, this one's pretty yes. legendary about how he... Like, the, the man literally just saw a billboard in Los Angeles one day that just said monorail on it. And he's like, whoa, <laughs> what is this? Why is that just a... And then he he basically pitched an episode about that because he just saw this billboard and that goes to the genius of Conan that he could literally take a billboard about nothing and turn it into an episode. And, you know, he pitched a whole bunch at a writer's retreat leading up to to season four. Uh, So the fact that it is so heavily Conan influenced and what he went on to do after probably kind of plays it up a bit and deservedly so because it is fantastic. And yeah, so I, I really don't know if there's anything else to say. Other than I think Greg's our good luck charm because, um, Greg, when you joined us f- the first time back in season two, we did Bart versus Thanksgiving, which was kind of meh, and then Bart the Daredevil, which was quite good. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. And then in in, episode, in season three, you joined us for Flaming Mo. Gets even yeah. better. Ver- burns for Capital yeah. Craftwork. Not bad. And then uh, now you're joining us for what is potentially the the greatest episode of all time. Uh, so let's maybe maybe you've peaked here, though. But who knows? Maybe it could be a, a, a running thing of each season. Greg joins yeah. us for the cream of the crop um, when it comes to that season. So uh, without further ado, let's jump into our ratings here. Uh, Greg, kick us off. What are you giving Marge versus the Monorail? I, I have to give it a 10 out of 10. Like this is this is the episode. This is like this is where this is where I think the Simpsons reached their peak. 
Like this is the peak of The Simpsons and anything after this, while the episodes are amazing, I just don't think that they had all of everything in here that this has. So, so I'm this starts... it, this is this is a perfect ten. This is the this is the, the, the peak that starts the plateau kind of? Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Shane, what do you think? It's a ten. It's the now is any episode perfect well no but perfection is impossible i'm sure if we really wanted to we could nitpick one or two things but overall this episode is a 10 it's fantastic you're right um i'm gonna go with a 10 too uh i i agree with you as well greg i think this is where it hits the it, it's it's ceiling and then it just stays along the ceiling for a while maybe take a, a tiny couple of blips here and there for like five six seasons along the road um Man, this this is just it starts the this is the era really truly beginning of if you tune into a Simpsons episode you don't know what's going to happen literally anything can happen you know one day the the one week the town has a monorail the next they're you know Homer's uh, going out to be a, a big brother to spite Bart or uh, you know <laughs> Selma and and coming up in the next episode and Selma's choice. Uh, you have all sorts of crazies like Aunt Gladys, who's never mentioned it. They just bring in characters whenever they feel like. Uh, so this is really kind of the, the beginning of the really rubber band universe. Anything can happen. I'm going with a 10. We get perfect 10s on the board. Let's see if it lives up to the hype. Here we go with Marge versus the Monorail. Okay, so before we actually dive into the episode, I'm curious. Because in our last one, Homer's Triple Bypass, we had a ton of gags. We're going to get a ton of gags in Marge versus the Monorail here. But Greg is a, a, a big fanatic, so I'm very curious to see what he thinks. Uh, we had some fantastic ones in Homer's Triple Bypass. So what is your favorite gag out of these three? Or you can go with another, whatever comes to your head. Is it Mr. McGreg, the arm for a leg, leg for an arm? Uh, Homer's Body Fat, look at that blubber fly test. Or the people who look like things with uh, all the people like the pumpkin man and stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, I, I really like the people who look like things, uh, just do you want the... a candle? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and one of the, and I, I, I have to add an honorable mention of when, uh, when Dr. Nick is struggling with the surgery and Lisa, Lisa gives him the answer to what he's looking for and he yells thanks little girl <laughs> that's yes great shane's was actually a dr nick too shane went with the uh when homer's just about to be put to sleep and dr nick just said what the hell is that what the hell is that <laughs> <laughs> i love it so much so funny yes that is that is fantastic Alrighty, so there we go you know greg's favorite there from homer's triple bypass let's get to marge versus the monorail right now Imagine, like, the lull of post-Christmas break if you were still in school. Like, you know, that's all gone. New Year's is done and stuff like that. And this is the first yeah. episode you see in 1993, January 14th, 93. Yeah, I will not do things for money. There's always that one kid on the playground that will eat worms or something. Oh, we'll discuss oh, that. that. Yeah, we'll discuss that in the next episode in, in Selma's Choice. I have a uh, – when Homer with the sandwich because I have a buddy who used to eat – actually, he still does eat random things just because we ask him to. Oh, man. Including a pine cone, you know, full pine cone. Is this a short intro or is it full? This is a full one. Oh, man. It's too bad. Can you imagine what they did if it, they made it a short one? Maybe it would have ruined the whole episode, but I don't know. I just want more. I just think the pacing <laughs> of it is perfect. The, the intro, you mean? Yeah. The pacing. Oh, no, like the episode as a whole, Greg? The episode as a whole. Oh, yeah. Like, I think they... I think with the, like, the coming into the Flintstones intro... <laughs> 
That's true. That's right. Oh yeah, I was wondering when you mentioned Flintstones at the beginning. Like, what's the Flintstones? That's what a great couch guy. Yeah, yeah. That must the have whole been town. To yeah, I forgot that the Homer song starts this one off. I loved this when I was a kid. Yes. Ah uh, yes, good old classic, classic cartoon, cartoon theme. theme. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. Every kid was definitely singing along oh, yeah. after. Well, I just remember when this was how everybody, like, everybody remembered singing this rather than the actual song. That's right. That's true. <laughs> Do not eat. Uh, so we've had the Flintstones parody. Now it's the Beverly Hills Cop parody here with the, the toxic waste. I like how only one of them had uh, protective goggles on. Yeah. Not that goggles do anything. That's well established. No, all those bold children are arousing suspicion. What a cruel joke. To the park. I love it. But the last tree fit nine barrels. It's got octopus arms. Little squirrel guy. That's great. That is amazing. <laughs> See, this could have been in Treehouse of Horror. It really Absolutely, could, yeah. 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 Hello, environmental Protection Agency. Some Boy Scouts stumbled on your little game of hide the ooze. <laughs> I love that hang on the ooze. Yeah. But I just love how the EPA is around, and then you have Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> and that the EPA is dressed like 1940s movies detectives. And they're just waiting for him there. <laughs> And he has three million dollars in this wallet. <laughs> oh, Andy Cap, you wife-beating drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Who the hell is Andy Cap? Is it a cartoon or something? I've never figured that out, but we should look it up. I think it's actually better without the context. It's awesome. That's yeah. pretty good. Especially when you're a kid watching this. I, I thought this was so cool. I was like, oh, imagine this, and now you can kind of oh. do this. The funniest thing is when he says, eat who I eat. Oh, man, what an intro here. The, the, and look how much has happened in this span already. I know, I know. It's just perfect pacing. I'm going to ruin the magic. Andy Cap is a cartoon. Oh, okay. it is. Like a cartoon strip. That's amazing. We'll do anything you want. Just call off your giant <laughs> Classic. And he's dead now. <laughs> I love how there was never any blood. <laughs> yeah. That's true, yeah. Not true as a horror episode. I'm guessing the yeah, sensor's probably... <laughs> like a giant know. billboard that <laughs> yeah, says gonna, no yeah. fat chicks. Looks like everyone in Springfield showed up Which then Family Guys stole. Yes. yes. Could this town be any stupider? Order! Please rise for the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. Get to the money! In a moment. First and then I love how Mayor Quimby has embezzled money. some of it. <laughs> three million. I thought it was three million. Don't you mean three million dollars? Good. Excuse me. We could use the money to hire Politicians. finally put out that blaze on the east side of town. 
boring. Hello, my name is Mr. Snrub. Ah, uh, Mr. Uh, Snrub. Big meme here. Yes, that will do. Mm, this is one of my favorite gags. And the fact that his eye closes so funny in that one frame. I love the way that uh, he ended up saying that line there. That, like how he had to struggle to pronounce Snrub because it's just yeah. a stupid name. <laughs> oh, I love Mr. Burns' expression. He's yeah. so scared. And then nobody acknowledges it. I have been shot eight times this year. <laughs> I almost missed work. My name is Marge Simpson, and I have an idea. It may sound a little boring at first. Chat away. I'll just amuse myself with some pornographic playing cards. <laughs> pornographic playing cards. Well, surely you've all noticed the terrible condition Main Street is in. What street is this in Toronto? Many of us have destroyed oh, this has to be Young Street. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Too much weight. <laughs> <laughs> the piano. This is amazing. I love it. Ooh, look at that charcoal fly. Or that paper fly. Oh, the popcorn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I love how there's a jewelry to go. That has always been my thing that makes me laugh about that scene. Not the popcorn truck driver it's driving into a 20 foot pit. <laughs> we could put her in. Wasn't done yet. I'm just saying. We could blow all our money on a stupid little street, but... <laughs> and then Mayor Quimby thinks it's his idea. I just realized um, Bart's teacher from Birth the Genius was in the background there. Yeah. The mule with a spinning oh, yes. wheel. No and here we go. And Homer's is like the mule. Lanley, <laughs> Lanley. And I come before you good people tonight with an idea. Probably the greatest. Oh, it's not for you. It's more of a Shelbyville idea. Now wait just a minute. <laughs> We're twice as smart as the people of Shelbyville. Just tell us your idea and we'll vote for it. All right. I'll <laughs> tell you what I'll do. I'll show you my idea. I give you the Springfield monorail. I've sold monorails to Brockway, Ogdenville, and North Haverbrook, and by gum it The thing that makes me laugh is look how far away they are on the map. Yeah. So they can't communicate with each other, yeah. Yeah. What's it called? Monorail. That's right, monorail. Not everyone has the internet right now either, so he's a good con man. Yes. I hear those things are awfully loud. And the greatest song of all time on The Simpsons. Not on your life, my Hindu friend. What about us brain dead slobs? You'll be given cushy jobs. You'll be given cushy jobs. Pudding came off my pudding. Pudding came off my good man. Oh, that's my favorite line. I love how Lisa's voice is like. If do you hear Lisa's voice coming through? Oh, it's huge. Yeah, the mix. Yeah, always. Well, you should have made a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the classic mono don't. Mono, don't. <laughs> oh man, what a song! Like I know, like they, like you said, Craig, like they're they're parodying the Music Man, but like how did they think of? Like, like to I incorporate know. that is genius. I know, Thank exactly. You, you should have written a song like that guy. 
Also, one of the greatest questions. Why would you build a monorail in a centralized... <laughs> where there's a centralized population? Can it outrun the Flash? You bet. Can Superman outrun the Flash? Uh, sure. and even the way that they, like they, the way they animated him, he looks yeah. like a con. Oh, Trucosaurus, the movie. Marina oh my God, I forgot. Marlon Brando is Trucosaurus. <laughs> what a callback to Trucosaurus. <laughs> I totally forgot about it. It was meant to be, Greg. There you go. Are you squandering the precious gift of? I love how it looks like. Does whiskey count as beer? Well, maybe it's time you joined the exciting And it's funny because you never ever see you never ever see Homer drinking whiskey. No. No, never hard liquor, always beer. Actual yeah. instant actual pain, instant. not much. Your lifelong dream was to run out of Yeah, run out at a baseball game. Ah, God bless people who run on the field of baseball game and get tackled by security and tased. You're the real champions. I love this. Is anyone here an investigator? Is there anyone here who's an investigative reporter? Well, I'd like you to please leave. Could we take our hidden camera? Would you? Let's go, Phil. You can get mono from riding MCAT, which is usually medical college, like medical school, isn't it? Yes, it is. Wow, you really are going to be a monorail conductor. I love how he answers one question and then he says you're going to be a monorail conductor. But now I want to follow in your Oh my goodness. I forgot this was in here. The kids can call you Hoju. You Hoju. Oh, Nick, that's the name. Oh, yeah, my of my Name your kid Hoju. Yeah, we're naming our kid Hoju. This is great. Hi. I don't like that sound. Oh, I love how he says I hate that sound as if it keeps happening. Yeah, if it's happened before. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's crushed more than one house. Yeah, how many houses has he crushed? It frightens me that you want to work on something that's so unsafe. We monorail conductors are a crazy breed. Gobbling up danger like ordinary men eat peanuts. Am I turning you on? No. What if I undo this? How about if I talk like this? What if I talk like this? Hmm. What if I sing to you? I gave my love a chicken. It had no bone. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I still quote that <laughs> yeah. that song. Yeah. Is that how you, is that how you get your lady friend in the mood, Shane? Yeah. Nice. I gave my girl a stuffed crust pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've been uh, you. <laughs> well, the clearly stands out above the rest. Who, me? Yeah, sure. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Great <laughs> delivery, Phil. Great. <laughs> Homer Simpson. Yeah. Uh, this is the bad, yeah. He has like a hundred cigarettes in his mouth. Oh, one of my favorite things is coming up. Yeah, this is Matt Groening's favorite line. I really know your monorail. <laughs> <laughs> Homer, there's a fair 
man, we have possums in here. I call the big one Bitey. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, this is just like man. It's like every detective movie now. Yeah. But why did okay the possums don't really look like possums though? Did anybody know I what know. possums look like? That's what makes yeah. it even better for me. But I love how his drawing is different now. How much did you see? Uh, nothing incriminating. And where was he when she? Yeah, came? yeah. Like where that's, did he come from? that's another <laughs> thing that makes me laugh. Lying around. I've sold monorails to Broadway, Ogdenville, and North. Oh, another uh, nice inner my, monologue. This is this is amazing. I call the big one bitey. This is back-to-back -back episodes with. Uh, oh no, it's not. No, two out of three. Because um, Lisa's first word, we had "Hello, Joe." Right. Yeah. Hello, yes. Joe. North Haverbrook. Nice tumbleweed. Nice, nice decrepit town. Crazy old lady. There ain't no monorail, and there never was. Solid and meme again. Man, look at the memes that come from this episode. Sebastian Cobb. Excuse me, miss. You asked about the monorail. <laughs> My name is Sebastian Cobb. Lanley hired me to build his monorail. He cut corners everywhere. Bad wiring, faulty brakes, and the celebrity on the maiden voyage was Gallagher. Was Gallagher. This yeah, no, I wonder how many kids know who that is. Trains ever built. Mr. Cobb, what can we do? You just better have a damn good conductor. I like my keys in there. Him and <laughs> Professor Frink should uh, should team up. Yeah, yeah they, they, that could be a treehouse. Save episode. the world or something. Yeah, we never see him again. Oh, oh my God, Lurleen. Lurleen, I just woke up in a ditch. <laughs> Dash recently outed Lurleen. Oh yeah, I forgot this gag. Here's one of those lovable There's some pretty heavy subject material for like a kid's episode. Like this is when it became more than a kid's show. Oh yeah. He's say 34 years old. In the wrinkles. Lumpkin, fresh from her latest stay at the Betty Ford Clinic. Gosh, what a callback. Last night in the ditch. How about <laughs> her voice is so bad. Oh, the little rascals. From the little rascals. May the force be with you. I'm and recording also, this on May 4th. Yes, May the 4th. That's true, yes. I think I do you do. even know? I think I do. Man, 34, you're going to get that many wrinkles there. Eh? That's only two years away from me. And thank goodness George Takei and William Shatner turned this down so we could get Leonard Nimoy just yes. killing it. And then he comes back again for Springfield Files yeah. and kills yeah, it again. Yeah, that's, that's why I love that episode. I think you're right, though, Greg. This is where it really kind of becomes the Homer show instead of the Bart show. Like yes. this, is the, this is kind of the time right here. Yeah. I love this. Seldom break. Yeah. <laughs> We're too late. I shouldn't and here it is. Haircut. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just stopped for that haircut. 
the Hindenburg in the background. Oh, yeah, I never noticed that. The World Trade Center. I don't know how he is. He's only 34. You know what's crazy is they have the original World Trade Center bombing in the background, too. Oh, did they? I didn't notice that. Yeah. I love how when the guy's sitting next to him and he's talking, he's like, does anybody want to trade seats? Yes. I love when there's celebrities come on and they were able to do that like self-deprecating yeah. kind of humor. It's funny that there's an explosion on an electric. Nineteen sixty World I love how it's electronically powered, but it's uh, it explodes. Is not in service. Please make a note of it. How fast are we going? Well, judging by your husband's cowardly scream, 180 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great visual. Making me dizzy. I'm gonna take a nap. All right, I'm in charge. This is the Very first time. Very coaster tycoon-esque. This is the first time I've ever seen Mayor Quimby be like serious. Yeah, and this is another one of his arguments with Wiggum. They, they kind of. Yes. There was another feud that never really went anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Two comely lasses. <laughs> should we take one car or should I follow you? Hey, according to the charter, as chief constable, I'm supposed to get a pig every month. Two comely lasses of virtue true. Keep the pig. How many broads you want? Hey, 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 let go. You're ripping it. No, you are. No, you are. Let go. That's the charter. Wait a minute. We can just shut off the power. We can just shut off the power. Solar powered. Solar power. When will people learn? When will people learn? The solar eclipse. Ballet goes on. This is my favorite. Does anyone? I did it. Yeah, that's great. There's a very quick solar eclipse there. Oh yeah, this is something I also forgot about, that they recognize him by him being on the plane. <laughs> North Haverburg. There he is! How did he not- oh yeah, I guess, yeah. And we have Homer clone. <laughs> I love that image. <laughs> no, goes for the it. world no. needs laughter. Are we gonna die, son? Yeah, but at least we'll take a lot of innocent people with us. Homer? Jeez. Homer? Yeah, Homer, there's a man here who thinks he can help you. <laughs> Batman? No, he's a scientist. Batman's a scientist? It's not Batman. I think <laughs> the train. You'll need to find an anchor of some sort. Think harder, Homer. <laughs> yeah. Think harder, Homer. <laughs> <laughs> I love the music. Yeah, or just the random cowboy guy. He's about to die. Yeah. He's practicing his lasso. And the M. It's a really strong rope. Yeah. Dad. It's not even like a shipping container rope. I love how they complained about the durability of the monorail, but that girder held, like holds up. Yeah, and... Right, yeah. And there goes the old tree, and there goes Jebediah's home. 
<laughs> when they <laughs> explode. <laughs> explode. Yes. Yes. What was oh, that? I forgot about the nonsense. And now the... Yeah, and I love how they have shirts underneath. Yeah. <laughs> an anchor shop. You call that an anchor? Great nonsense. <laughs> Another really iconic moment involving that humongous donut. Yes. Donuts. Is there anything they can't do? That's true. Yes, son. I'm the best mono thingy guy there ever was. I always wanted to ride down these slides when I was a kid. Oh my god. Your work is done. Your work is done. You didn't do anything. <laughs> didn't, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> no, there you go. Oh my god! That's so good. I use it all the time whenever I clock oh, out. Oh, the escalator! And then we have the greatest, the greatest ending to an episode ever. The yes. Popsicle stick skyscraper. <laughs> Fifty foot magnifying glass. <laughs> and the elevator to nowhere. Well, the sounds. Ah. <laughs> and it keeps continuing when it's the just, credits roll. It's basically too. people committing suicide. <laughs> they just keep going yeah. and like killing themselves. It's like they don't know what it is, and they just like, they don't oh, expect man. it. The, the the imagery on their face when they're going over, it's just like they're they're still expecting it to go somewhere. They made it look like this, uh, like people expected this ride or whatever it is to go somewhere, but nope, they yeah. just fall. Nope, and that's it. And now they're it's dead. It's like uh, it's like uh, influencer culture. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Good, good analogy there. I like that. Um, man, we there were so many times where we weren't talking because we were laughing so much or talking about yes. our, the, how much we loved those lines. Uh, I I can't really say much more than what we said from the beginning because our memories, for me anyways, were dead on. Like that that's a perfect ten. That's a candidate, like you said, Greg, in the Mount Rushmore of Simpsons episodes. That's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, of all time. The flow is amazing. So much happens in that first half, like in the two-minute span, uh, and it's and it works. Like it doesn't feel rushed. Everything feels like it gets its appropriate amount of time. The the, the jokes are amazing. The ending, I think you you read about that too, Greg. That probably is the greatest ending to any episode of all time because it's just straight nonsense and it's just amazing. Uh, perfect ten for me, um, Greg. Anything change for you? No, it's still a perfect 10, and, like, uh, I'll back it up by just saying that, like, there's never there's never a joke that misses, and there's never anything that feels awkward about this episode. Like, you're just constantly getting served up what you want and what you expect. And, like I, like I will say with, like, this is probably an episode that influenced so many, com like, so many cartoons. Like, you can see the influences of Family Guy, you can see the influences of uh, South Park, even like, like SpongeBob just... or like Phineas and yeah, Ferb. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, there's just so much that comes at you that it's just one of those perfect episodes. It really is. Um, even like when something that kind of doesn't land, like uh, when the celebrities are coming and Krusty has that random kid, but like it's it's sandwiched right. between the 34-year-old guy, and Lurleen in the ditch. <laughs> so, like, you almost forget about it because those two are so good that it makes up for yeah. the kind of kind of a miss there. But you're right. There's there's nary a miss here. Um, everything just flows so well. Shane, you going with the 10 as well? Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, ten as well. There's some really neat callbacks too, like Lurleen and uh, Truckosaurus. Yeah, like right. yes. stuff like you're not expecting. That's only there for like you know five seconds or something like that. But uh, it just the writers' animation also. I think everything's just going on like all cylinders. This is a this is a perfect episode. Absolutely. Yeah. It, and I will say that this is one of the episodes. This is one of the only episodes where they wrap up the villain story that's true like, yeah you you uh like they they wrap up like lyle landley getting the, the the hell beat out of him like usually usually i notice with like earlier simpsons episodes when there's like a guest star there never there wasn't anything that became of them right like Jacques, for instance like that whole story never yeah. yeah exactly like you never got to you never knew what happened to him and then he disappeared into being like a a background character and even even something in the future like scorpio like he takes over yes. the east coast and then you don't really hear about him again even though exactly. he's taken over the country essentially exactly yeah so yeah that, that's a, that's a neat little point there now that the, the rankings and the, the scores that's the easy part the tough part is going to be best gag of the episode i'm going to put the onus on shane because i always like to do that so shane right. best uh best moment from this episode so many um i knew this was going to happen yeah, I know. I'm gonna go with uh, Barney. Yeah, Barney with Bar- Sorry, that's not even good, is it? Barney and uh, Nemo. Barney and Nemo. Okay, I thought that's what you meant. The you didn't do anything, right? I always quote that like at work. I find it so funny. Yes, um, you you do you do quote that a lot. But it's like, but you didn't do anything, didn't I? Okay, bye. Um, yeah. Greg, what are you going with? I think that there's two in mind. Like it has to be the has to be the song. Okay. Good point, um, yeah. And then there also has to be well, actually, let's go with three. There has to be. We have to include the. Does anybody want to switch spots? <laughs> yeah, the cosmic and ballet. We also need to include the think harder, Homer. <laughs> that is a very underrated moment because <laughs> what makes that moment so good is the the fluid animation and then the like the heroic music that plays, almost like a Popeye type music. When yes. yeah. That that is uh, that's quite good. Very underrated moment. Um, had I watched this when I was a kid, it would probably would have been bitey. Uh, but now, nowadays, <laughs> I love my misdirection so much. Shane, I agree with you. I love the the, the cosmic ballet or the uh, not the cosmic ballet. That's good too. But the uh, my work here is done. You didn't do any. I like how it's yeah. just Barney comes yeah. in out of nowhere. You didn't do <laughs> anything. Up. Yeah, and he just leaves. Oh man, that's that's absolutely fantastic! Shout out to Leonard Nimoy, and uh, also shout out to uh, scumbag William Shatner for not taking this part because yeah. there's no way he would have done. Probably they would have had to rewrite the lines, and the part wouldn't have been funny at all. So, uh, good thing he didn't take this. Shout out to late great Leonard Nimoy is dead, right? He's he's actually he dead. dead. Yeah, right? shout out shout out Leonard Nimoy. Um, fantastic, yep. fantastic there. Uh, so ten out of ten, great gags. Um, Greg, so happy that you could join us uh, once again for yeah, another fun fantastic episode. You guys. It's, always, it, it's always fun, and we just keep getting better and better episodes. Maybe we'll find, maybe we'll we'll regroup in Season 5 for another perfect time, Greg. It seems to be working out that way. But Shane, um, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there indeed. Shane, hit us with plug time. Uh, do you agree with us? Like, do you think it's a perfect 10? Get at us at Simpsons underscore EB or for whatever else, Simpsons related or whatever. We'd love to hear from you and uh yeah be mentioned on the show 
Uh, most of you are listening to us on Spotify, but whatever your platform listening to us on, if you could follow and rate us, that'd be great. And uh, what are we buying this time? Uh, hmm, I don't know, a cage for this radioactive squirrel? <laughs> cage for the radioactive squirrel, maybe. Or um, uh, maybe we could, maybe we hmm. should go on a, an actual, like the three of us can get tickets to visit somewhere where they still have an actual working monorail somewhere and we can ride the monorail and watch. I'm pretty oh, sure right. it probably won't be as fun. There's probably, you know, hobelows doing BMs in the, in the, in the walkways and stuff like that when you're actually on the train so but that's that's fun in that's of itself of public transit. that's public so transit if you want to yeah yeah if you want to donate to us there's a link in the description called buy me a coffee click that link and donate anything or whatever you want to nick and i but if not uh we do two new episodes every friday and uh yeah we're just having a blast doing yeah it. we we do and and the three of us will go we'll go right on that monorail we'll do all sorts of stuff shane will try to describe what's the worst smelling seat greg will use the most disgusting bathroom on the train and I'll, I'll interview at least three crazy rambling hobelos, and we'll get that content up for you. Um, Greg, once again, shout out to you. Thank you for, for joining us. We'll have you back in season Thank five. It's always a pleasure. Me. Always a pleasure, man. And um, shout out to uh, your girlfriend as well for, for uh, letting you use her, her fantastic headset uh, because you sound very nice and crisp. Nice and crisp. So shout out to her for that. I will, I will tell her this, and she will get... She will get, uh, she will get a good laugh out of it. So very good. There we go. We've had great laughs all day. Now she'll get a laugh. And uh, shout out to the uh, "It'll Be All Right" in the '90s podcast as well. Coming up at the end of May, they have a uh, Simpsons season two themed episode. Um, we we gave a little bit of a review on season two, kind of a little bit of a summary. So check out them uh, as well. You can find them on Spotify as well. And uh, yeah, so that wraps up a fantastic. Pretty well, a perfect episode. Uh, let's see. Selma's Choice is a good one, too. Let's see if it can follow this one. Uh, we will see you next time. Thanks, as always, for listening. Catch you next time for Selma's Choice. I guess I'm putting whatever at the end of the episode. All right, no worries. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, I forgot about our own ending. Okay. Greg, uh, what, what do you want at the end of the episode? You have to do the Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack or episode. Uh, music that was in when they put away the uh when they're hiding the toxic waste all right perfect done okay there it is Ciao, done. we'll see you later bye